welcome to the Get to the Point podcast, a podcast for busy women who want to have real conversations about fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, but without rambling or wasting time. Let's get to the point. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Get to the Point podcast. This is your host, Leslie Ann, certified personal trainer and fat loss nutrition coach and founder of Fat Loss Lifestyle School. Before we kick off this episode of Get to the Point, I want to tell you guys about a cool new flavor from our friends at Legion Athletics. They have a new flavor of protein powder out. You guys, it's honey cereal. So if you ever ate Honey Nut Cheerios, in the mornings as a kid growing up and you need a little bit of throwback, a little bit of nostalgia, you get your hands on a container of this stuff. Head over to legionathletics.com, use our code FLLS to get 20% off your order and double rewards points for returning customers. And we actually, just before we hit record on the podcast, had a little conversation about the protein powder with my two guests who I'm going to introduce you to here shortly. Um, but let's get into the episode today. I have two guests on the podcast. We're going to talk about, yeah, protein powder, but also why we think living a fat loss lifestyle is the absolute best for new moms and moms of young children, really any moms, but especially if you've got little, little kids and you're in that kind of crazy early phase of motherhood, which my, my two guests are there, they're pros at this. So without any further delay, I'm going to introduce you guys to Ashley Abelson and Lacey Brown. They're on our team at fat loss lifestyle school. But before that they were clients, they came to us through the program. That's how we met them. So I'm going to introduce you guys, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself, Ashley background where you are, what you do, and, and all that good stuff. Sure. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Uh, this is Ashley. Um, I am a mother of two, a five-year-old and a two-year-old, and I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. My husband and I relocated here about, gosh, it's almost eight years now from New York City, where I um, was working in digital advertising. But since I had my kiddos, uh, I've been at home with them, which has been great. But uh, over the past couple months, I've always loved to cook uh, ever since. It's always been my, my biggest hobby. Uh, I decided to um, start a small custom baking business here in Charlotte. And I also have been part of the Fat Loss Lifestyle program for almost a year now. And Leslie Ann and I connected over social media and here I am. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because we got to meet in person at our team meeting a couple months ago and uh, we were joking that I had never really seen your face before because all of your pictures <laughs> on social media are of your beautiful food. And so I was like, I don't actually know what Ashley looks like. So it'll be fun to meet her. But yeah, yeah, you're you're a real person and uh, you're just as beautiful as your food. So it's, it's very cool to have you on the team now. Lacey, tell us a little bit about you and your background, where you're from and all that good stuff. Hey, um, so I'm Lacey Brown and um, I'm from the Atlanta area, grew up in Noonan, Georgia. Um, I'm a former collegiate softball pitcher, so my training and, and nutrition has all always been about like performance and yeah. trying to stand out that way. Um, and just, you know, fueling, um, for what I was training for. Um, I'm also a military spouse and a mother of three. Um, I have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old and a now four-year-old, all girls. Wow. <laughs> so all the girl things, all the pink in my house, um, and we've been um, several locations. Um, being a military spouse, we've been moved every two to three years. Um, we've been to Florida, Georgia, twice, <laughs> um, South Korea, and then we recently just moved back to Georgia um, after being overseas for a couple of years. 
Um, and my experience has been mostly in like the marketing customer service type fields. Like I said, we've moved around a lot. So there's been a lot of switching around. Um, and I, I found um, a lot of purpose in helping with mom's ministries. And that's where I really got into working with Canva and digital images and things like that. So which, which is your gift as we discovered at our team meeting is this feels like a, a wizard with, with Canva and digital design. So we're super happy. She's on the team. She saves me so much time every day. So, um, that's a little bit about the, the two girls here and what they'd help us with at fat loss lifestyle school. Ashley has come on board and started, um, helping create, develop recipes for our stronger together clients. And Lacey is helping, um, with social media design and, and, um, projects and things like that on the side with design. So it's been really, really cool to have these girls on our team and to grow our team over the past couple months. Um, but the fun thing is that we got to know you guys first as clients, you came through the program. So if you could tell us a little bit about how you found fat loss lifestyle school, cause I think you both found out about it from friends, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. um, Ashley, go ahead and go first. Tell us a little bit about how you found it and like what, what was going on in your life that made you decide to sign up for fat loss lifestyle school? Sure. Yeah. Um, so Leslie, and as you know, and we've talked about after I had my daughter, who's now two, two and a half, uh, I really struggled with losing the baby weight, getting back to where I wanted to be my energy levels. I just, it was a very different postpartum experience than it was with my son. Uh, and I have a really great girlfriend here in Charlotte and we were talking and I was just venting about, you know, I just didn't feel like myself and I didn't know how to get there. And I feel like I was trying the same things as I had tried after I'd had my son, they weren't working. Um, you know, I had tried several different other nutrition programs. I've tried being vegan for a while. I tried keto. Um, you know, I did sometimes five to six spin classes a week. And, you know, I just wasn't seeing any change. And as I was saying this to her, um, you know, she said, I've been following this program for a few months now. I've had a lot of success. A lot of the things that you're frustrated with, I was frustrated with. And this kind of, you know, this works and it works for me. Um, and you should give it a shot. So I started following you guys on Instagram and getting a feel for the program and liked what I saw. And I joined and. I am, I, I would say within a week, my energy levels were increasing, which was huge. Wow. Um, Lacey, I mean, and both of, you know, um, uh, being a mom is, is hard. Um, and you know, if you don't have the energy, it just, it, it takes it out of you. So that was huge. And then I started seeing, you know, the changes on the scale and the changes in my clothes. And it just, you know, I finally found something that was, was working, but was also, you know, extremely accessible and attainable. And I kept with it ever since. And here you are. <laughs> so yes, cool. exactly. So cool. What about you, Lacey? What's your, what's your story? Um, so I was trying to find something, um, like group fitness wise after having my second daughter. Um, and she was about eight or nine months old when I started going to this thing called true fit, which my church put on like group fitness classes. Um, and after doing that for a while, this fitness trainer named Joan, Joan Faldine, shout out to you, Joan, yeah, Joan. she came in with all this energy and we were, it was just so contagious. All my friends and I just loved it. Um, and so I started following her on Facebook and she eventually shared the FLLS, um, webpage. So I followed it, listening to the podcast actually for a long time, eventually jumped onto the Instagram, um, and all of that. 
And then when I moved to Korea in 2019, the pandemic hit, all that stuff was going on. And I was like, you know what? All the distractions are gone. I just, I'm, I'm really implementing some of the stuff now, but I really want to learn everything um, that you guys had to share. So that's, that's when I officially joined and uh, started doing the program. Yeah. Joan is a former client of ours. I think we met her through body pump. She used to be, or maybe she still is a Lesmos body pump instructor. And we had the, um, opportunity to work with her. She got awesome results and ended up writing a testimonial on our blog, which I'm guessing is what she shared and what you saw. So that's, it's so cool how everyone's connected and, um, it really is a small world. And we always love hearing how you guys are are connected to our community. So it's really cool. Um, what do you guys think was the biggest change from what you were doing before fat loss lifestyle school to like, once you started implementing the nutrition, the walks, the workouts, like, what do you think was the big one or two things for you that really made that shift in like your energy, your results, et cetera, Ashley, any thoughts there? Yeah, a lot. Um, okay. <laughs> I, the first was, and I actually, I remember texting my friend that introduced me to the program and I said, I feel like I'm eating too much. Like this mm-hmm. can't be right. Yeah. Um, because I had had it in my mind that to lose the weight I needed to be eating, you know, everyone throws out that 1200 calorie number, but you know, I was, I was looking at that as, as my, as my limit. And I remember texting her and I said, this isn't going to work. I'm, I'm just eating way too much food. And, but it does because I'm eating the right amounts of food, the right kinds of food at the right times. Um, so that was huge. And the other, and it's something I still struggle with and I still work on is, making sure that you're adequately hydrated, drinking water throughout the day. Again, it's still my Achilles heel, but it's something that, um, to me with my energy levels, I, that, and, you know, obviously the right types of food were, were key. Yeah. I'm a work in progress on water always too. So I feel it's just so hard. Lacey, what about you? What do you think were like the one or two big, um, ahas for you or like big things that changed? Um, the biggest thing I think for me, cause I came from a background of if you're not working 110%, mm-hmm. you're not doing anything that athlete. Um, you're not, yes. So it was, it was more of like, you have to get in a really hard, like soaking wet drenched workout in order for it to mean anything. Walking is for babies. Oh yeah. Um, like all these mentalities of like, if I, um, if I'm eating, it's gotta be perfect. Like the whole perfectionist mentality and, and changing that to a middle ground mentality. Mm. Um, and almost like the program giving you, it was almost like giving me that relief of like, okay, there is a middle ground here. And Mm -hmm. if I'm not training to be a fitness professional or, you know, in a body competition, something like that, like there's a lot of leeway there. So like you can, as long as you're consistent and, um, in those practices, then, um, it can be fun and enjoyable. It doesn't have to be that hard. (laughs) So I think that's kind of the biggest takeaway. And And to Lacey. To Lacey's point, I was the same way, as I mentioned before, you know, doing, trying to do five or six high interval training spin classes a week. And what was so interesting about the program was, was you really explaining to your followers why, you know, having these really high intensity exercise sessions can actually be counterintuitive. Um, So that was, that was a, that was another huge takeaway for me. Yeah. We talk about in, in the program, how to set your workouts up. If your goal is fat loss, because a lot of people just think like, if I want to lose weight, I just need to do lots of exercise. But one thing 
and this is like a, a quote that is, I mean, it always comes from coach Jen. She's always hammering this like exercise is prescriptive. So that's what we teach you guys is if your goal is fat loss, then just doing lots of exercise and doing lots of high intensity stuff. It might be burning calories, making you really sweaty, certainly taking a lot of time out of your schedule, but it's not necessarily going to move that dial for body composition. So it's not saying you can't ever do a spin class or you can't ever do a hit workout, but it's finding the right amount and the right balance with like your strength training and your food intake and just getting that all lined up and dialed in so that you're not doing too much of something that's, you know, if, if you wanted to be, a you know, a cycling pro, then yeah, you probably should have your butt on a bike six days a week, hours yeah. a day, but it's not your job. So yeah, it doesn't make any sense, but I'm really glad that you guys were both able to get out of that, um, kind of more is better mindset because it's, it wears on you, man, especially as a, as a mom, like you don't even have that kind of energy to begin with. Right. I think think that transition into motherhood, whereas, um, before you might have been able to grit and bear it and, and get through it. Parenting, like Ashley said, is hard. Like there, there's a lot of energy expenditure, (laughs) even if it's the decision fatigue in general, like telling, you know, all these, all these decisions you have to make throughout the day. Um, and so something has to give eventually. And so, um, you can't, you, it, it makes it much harder to go ahead and, and do all those, like to be, uh, doing a 5am oh, yeah. after a hard one hour hit class or whatever it is that you're trying to, to get through and then go parents. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So Lacey, I want to stay on something here for a minute with you because you had every excuse in the book to, you know, after you had your, your daughter, you had all of these obstacles and you still made it happen. Can you talk about that for a minute? Because I think, um, I mean, motherhood, parenting, all that is hard enough as it is, but you had these extra things piled on because of the fact that you're a military spouse. So tell us all the stuff that you had to, to deal with while you were doing fat loss lifestyle school and had these goals for yourself. Sure. And I'll, I'll start by saying that everyone's situation is so particular to them. Yeah. And when it feels tough for you, it is tough for you. Like it, and, but I do like how you say everything is figure outable. Um, and so I think I kept telling myself this, like, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to overcome these obstacles. But, um, when we moved to Korea, uh, right before the pandemic, you're in a foreign country. We lived on a base. Um, we were required to live on base. Um, our primary, um, go-to for groceries was the commissary. Um, and they had issues with shipments all the time. So we would rarely have dairy or like certain things would be out the shelves. We called it the commissary comb over because they would take like the same item and do it one deep all the way across the shelves to make it look like they had things on their shelves because they had so little variety and so little stock. (laughs) Like they had horrible. Yes. So it was it was a challenge. And I'd see all these people posting like this great chicken sausage from Trader Joe's. And I'm just like, I'm here. I can't wait to go to America and try all these good things. Um, and then the other challenge and a lot of moms face this is with childcare, like being able to, I mean, some, some people have the access to it, but it's hard because, you know, you have specifics for your kids or whatever, but we actually had, unless you had a babysitter come to your house that you can, could get and, um, and that way we didn't have any childcare. So we had a parent gym, luckily that had a little kids area. Um, and so 
We also did some, um, had the gym put on some group fitness classes where the kids could sit in the bleachers, which when you have Aww. toddlers, you're like, how is that going? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but surprisingly, we made it work. The kids adjusted. Um, and we just kind of, we, we pushed through it all. Like it, it, and it was a good, good thing to have community in that too. Um, because you know, everyone's in the same boat at that time. Yeah. Um, but there were so many, uh, different challenges in that we, um, at one point, you know, like had no room in our gym because they were doing exercises and things are just throwing you for a loop and things just happen all the time where you're, you're not thing, you know, it just comes up and, and you have obstacles that you didn't expect. Um, but like I said, everything was figure outable. We just, you know, just, just have to figure out a way. And, and I highly recommend, I think one of the things that got me through was having weights at home to be yes. a, a plan, having a plan B and learning how to pivot. Um, once things go awry. <laughs> so, yeah. You were, yeah. you were like pivoting constantly. I feel like, um, mm-hmm. being in a foreign country, working with limited food options and wrangling three kiddos and all that stuff, but you still, you know, had the desire to make it work and you figured it out. And that quote is from Marie Forleo. I can't take credit for that. Everything okay. is figure outable. <laughs> that is like my, um, the rule by which I do, I like live my life every, you can Google everything. So, um, <laughs> let's talk for a second before we move on to, to more general topics about that period of time, like right after you have your baby. I mean, Ashley, you've done this twice. Lacey, you've done this three times. I've only done it once. Um, but you know, I think it's scary for anybody that's listening to this, who's never done it before. It's unknown. And, and all, you know, are like the horror stories, the stories you've read online or heard from friends. Um, for anybody listening to this, who's about to have a baby or might want to have a baby or, you know, just did, and they're worried about their health, their fitness, losing the baby weight, all that stuff that we think about. A lot of us think about as women in that time period, what piece of advice would you give to someone listening right now? who's worried about that stuff? That's a, that's a really good question because, you know, everyone's, um, you know, experiences is different, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for me, postpartum specifically, the first three months, you know, is really focused on your new situation, your baby, um, recovery, and just, you know, getting used to your, your new normal. So I I guess my biggest piece of advice is, you know, don't put too much pressure on yourself initially, like, you know, and now that I've been a part of this program, I know that there's something that I can be a part of, or I can always go back to that I know is, is proven to, to make me feel the best and, you know, the way that I can. Um, So the first is don't pressure yourself. And then the second is, you know, when you, when you do want to, start a program like this. Um, the biggest things that I found to help as being a busy mom, um, the first is uh, meal prep. And I know people talk about this all the time, but I was always the kind of person that it was kind of, hmm, you know, what do I feel like making for dinner tonight? And I yeah. would just, I would just, you know, go to the store just for those things. Yep. And it just, it created bad eating habits because you know, I was, I didn't have healthy things at my disposal. So I was putting chips or I was eating off my kids' plates. So really taking that time, um, whenever you have it for me, it's usually on the weekends when, when my husband's home. So Sunday, 
I'll do, I'll make sure that I have a few staples in the fridge that no matter what I can put a meal together in under five minutes and a meal that tastes really good. That's awesome. Um, and then the other, the biggest one and, and Leslie, and we've, I text you about this all the time is stop putting so much emphasis on the scale. The scale does not always tell you everything that's going on. Um, I was obsessed with the scale, getting on it once, twice a day and putting so much emphasis on that number. And that was one of the great things about being a part of this program and learning is that that number consists of so many different things and can fluctuate by things that are totally out of your control. And especially as a woman and as a mom and going through those huge hormonal changes, uh, you know, during pregnancy, postpartum and so forth. Um, yeah, you don't uh, no longer be a slave to the scale. There's so many other ways that you can judge your progress. Yeah. Wow. Such good advice. Lacey, what would you add? Um, I would just say, know that there are always going to be seasons of motherhood that are constantly changing. And for me, it's about finding balance in whatever season I'm in. So going from one kid to two kids to three kids, it's, there's always things that are easy and things that are hard. Sometimes it feels like it's a breeze. Sometimes it feels like it's impossible. Um, But whether you're in a hard season or an easier season, um, just finding that balance. um, And practically speaking, I think prioritizing your sleep and not feeling bad for it, um, because that does help you feel balanced. And I sometimes it it just functionally isn't possible um, with boundaries that you have on the, you know, whether you're nursing or whatever, it sometimes you just have struggles with that, but prioritizing that is really important and your stress reduction so that you can be your whole self um, as a mom. But I also think um, finding a community of other moms or friendships that are going through those same things. I'm very passionate about that. And Um, relying on other moms, I think, to know that you're not alone in it. And um, especially the community we have of, um, you know, with FLLS, they're all going through the same, same process too. And there's a lot of moms in that too. Yeah. Um, And finally, I would say, don't be afraid to scale back. Like it's okay to not be where you were last year and give yourself time. Um, and, and you can rebound back to where you were. It's like your body is so dang resilient, resilient and awesome. Um, and, you know, having that home gym, I'll, I'll plug that again yeah. <laughs> because then you have a backup plan. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Such, I mean, you've done this three times. Y'all, y'all are both my heroes, by the way. I love what you said about sleep. And one thing I want to add real quick on this topic is that that phase where you're having to wake up and feed them like every three hours. And you're like, I'm never going to sleep again. Yes, you are three hours. That's good. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You will sleep again. Like that is not last forever. It doesn't, it is so fast. And the cool, the weird, cool thing about babies is how fast they change. So it's like, as soon as you get into a routine, it's like, well, the routine changes again. And like, they start sleeping a little bit longer. You get to sleep a little bit longer. And that whole like sleep when the baby sleeps thing, like do that. And it's (laughs) so much better to like, exactly what you said, Lacey. I I would be like, oh, I should really work out. I've got to sleep. I've like, Mm -hmm. that's the priority. Cause if you don't sleep for me, I crave nothing but like carbohydrates and like a hundred percent bagels for the rest of the day. That's literally all I want. If the stars happen to align and you have multiple children and they're all quiet at once, it's okay to take a nap, you know? (gasps) Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah. So yeah, that's, yeah, it does. It's, it's their seasons, their stages. And yeah. you know, if you're in a bad one, it won't last forever. So just ride Absolutely. it out and sleep. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I want to talk in this next kind of section of the, of the podcast episode here about three things that we hear a lot as coaches. I'm sure you guys, you know, have heard these things from other moms, or maybe you've had these di- issues that you've dealt with, but kind of these three common barriers when women come to us who have kids, especially small kids. And they're like, I really, you know, have goals. I want to get back in shape. I want to get back in my clothes, all that. I want my energy back. There seem to be like these three big things, like three common barriers And we're going to kind of talk through each of these um, because I'm sure that you guys both have have tips and strategies for overcoming them. But the first one is being busy, like too busy to not only cook, but eat. Like so many women who are moms, like they're so busy feeding the babies that they don't even sit down and feed themselves and they just end up eating scraps. That's the first thing is just that busy, too busy to eat and cook thing. The second big barrier is having an unsupportive or resistant family. So like maybe your spouse isn't on board, maybe your kids aren't on board. And it's like, you're an island doing it by yourself. And you feel like the tide is is pushing against you. And it just makes everything harder. And then the last one I think is probably the biggest one. And that's the issue of mom guilt. Like I'm such a bad mom because I want to go work out right now. And I should be doing something in the house or doing something with the kids. So those are the kind of the three things that we hear from women, like the biggest barriers for moms who want to get lean and fit. So with that first topic of, being too busy to cook and eat properly. Um, Lacey, I know you and I talked about this. Um, we exchanged some messages and you brought up the coffee, the wine. And I think the, the third one is the snacks, but these, these, we call those like the, the trifecta of mom crutches. If you're not cooking and eating nutritious meals, these three things kind of become your, your crutch, your go-to the coffee, the wine, the snacks. So Lacey, what was your experience like maybe before fat loss lifestyle school? Did you have to deal with with any of these, these three things, um, <laughs> not <laughs> finding time to feed yourself properly? Like what was that like and, really? and how have you changed since yeah. then? So, I mean, I think we talked about this, um, you know, I thought something was broken because I'm like, after dinner, I'm just craving chocolate or I remember that wine and chocolate or something like that. You're like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. That's, that's causing these things. But, um, you know, it kind of hits back on the sleep and all that. It's the full picture, the full balanced picture. And what I would say it boils down to is that feeling of lack of free time. Mm-hmm. So when the kids go down, that's your time to have like, hands free. Nobody's hanging off of me. No one's asking (laughs) Mm -hmm. things constantly time. (laughs) And the problem with that is you get so, so like, oh, freedom that you want to extend that time as late as possible. And then I start riding that train of, okay, I'm going to watch one show and then, oh, I'll just have a glass of wine. And then I end up staying up late. And so in the morning, I'm like, oh, I really need coffee. And then by two o'clock, I really need coffee. I'm craving carbs. And then I'm craving chocolate, mm-hmm. but I'll just wait till the kids go down. I have one piece of chocolate, which turns into like, you know, it's just snowball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a cycle. Wow. It's that, it's that coffee wine train of, <laughs> of um, yeah. I can't get off. <laughs> yes. And I think it, it has to do with lack of free time and having mm-hmm. to manage your time um, wisely. Um, and balancing that when, when you are constantly feeling like you're, you're giving in to other needs, other people, you know, all the little people needs throughout the day. So, um, I think bringing that awareness, um, and helping to 
have a plan during the day has helped balance that stuff out so that I don't feel that way. And if I do, I know why. And it's not because I'm broken. It's because, oh yeah, I, I stayed up till 1130 watching junk television and that, that kind of, that'll do it (laughs) every time. Yep. Yeah. Ashley, what about you? The, the, the trifecta, the coffee, wine and snacks, what were your experiences like there? Yes. Um, I had a similar situation, Elise. And, you know, um, two kids, my husband, um, he travels a lot for work. So a lot of it was, you know, I was, you know, four days of the week, I was a full-time mom 24 seven. So coffee was the big one for me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but sometimes five to six cups of coffee a day, whether that be an iced coffee, a hot coffee in the morning, um, you know, just to try and keep my energy up until, until bedtime. Mm. Um, and the biggest thing that, and going back to it, you know, I mentioned, I mentioned meal prep, um, but specifically also having just always having a few things on hand, um, that I can snack on. So protein powder has been a huge one never, ever drank protein shakes before this program. Really? Never. Now they are a staple in in my day. Um, You know, no matter if I'm too busy, I can always grab a protein shake or a protein bar and know that, you know, that can get me, that can bridge me until I can have time to make, you know, a a proper meal. Um, Because coffee's not a meal. It's not. It's not. (laughs) And then shocking, you know, I, but it's true. And I sometimes oh, just coffee with pastry and things like that. Oh so yeah. Like, and I'm drinking coffee. I then it, it, you know, snowballs into those cravings of those other things. Yeah. So the yummy, carby, sugary things. And then, um, the other thing with being too busy is, and Lacey talked about this is having your own time. Um, and what I've found, and again, it's still a work in progress, is getting to bed at a reasonable hour. But then I've been trying to, and now that my kids are sleeping through the night, so it's a little bit easier and I can get that full, you know, seven to eight hour sleep, is getting up a little bit before my kids and having that my time in the mornings mm-hmm. has been a game changer for me. Oh, so cool. Let's me enjoy my cup of coffee. Yeah. One of two instead of one of six. <laughs> um but also time to kind of just, you know, mentally prep for the day, go through what I need to go through, sit down and have my breakfast and actually enjoy it and not be trying to grab spoonfuls while running around making lunches or putting laundry in. So that's something that, that I've been trying to work on too, is just, you know, that 30 to 60 minutes every morning before the chaos ensues. That's so cool. Love that tip. So the second common barrier to moms who want to get lean and fit. The first one, too busy, too busy to cook, too busy to meal prep, just grabbing random stuff, coffee, wine, snacks. All right. The second one is not having support in your house. Um, I mean, the kids kind of hard for them to support you because they're just so little, but maybe they're fighting you. Maybe your, your spouse isn't on board. Did either of you have any issues with that? I know right now we're working with both of your husbands <laughs> in our first ever men's fat loss lifestyle school group. And they're both freaking crushing it. Um, and Ashley, your husband has like the most beautifully styled food photos for his check-ins. I don't know where those are coming from, but, um, <laughs> what has this been like for you guys, you know? you have a spouse. It's not just, you're not just cooking for yourself. Like, what has that been like for you? 
Yeah. I mean, math's always been, my husband has always been really supportive. Um, but it's definitely more difficult when you're the only one. And then, you know, Matt might sneak another helping or might add some chips to his meal or, you know, something that, you yeah. know, and, you know, that always, and that, you know, it can, can be frustrating and also doesn't help my cravings, but <laughs> I've, he, he was always supportive and, and, you know, really encouraging. And he could see that I was really passionate about it and that it was really working. But now that he's trying the program, um, you know, it's amazing. So he gets, you know, why I'm making, why I'm making like what the, why I'm putting these portions on the plate. So him having that understanding, um, you know, has been huge. And it's also a way for us to do something together, which, yeah. which I like, um, you know, now we brainstorm meals together. Uh, I love that I can go to him and I can say, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, developing this recipe. What do you think? Uh, or he'd be like, you know, and, and give me great feedback. Uh, what, you know, what maybe some of the guys that are part of the program might like to see. So it's, um, it's been great having him on board with the program and I'm excited to see where he's at, you know, after he finishes. And you said he FaceTimed you the other day to show you what he was eating. Oh yeah. It's no. so funny. <laughs> I mean, he said, you know, is, does everything look okay? I it does before I send in my post and, you know, I want to make sure, you know, I think, I think he is a little intimidated by the team. So um, but no, he's been, um, but it, he's been excited about it. Yeah. You, you were cute. You were like, I'm so proud. <laughs> I am. I, yes. Very proud. He's, he's doing a really good job. He's killing it. Lacey, what about you? Um, so I'll kind of flip the thought of, um, you know, it being a thing to hold you back when you have someone who's not on board and oh my gosh, how awesome is it though, when they're not on board and then they do get on board. Oh yeah. Just, if you can do this with them not on board, then one, it's contagious. They're going to see it and they're going to say, well, this doesn't look so bad. Like this is kind of what we're doing anyways. Um, and so like my husband didn't grow up being a health nut, like he's never been a, that way. Um, and so, you know, I shared the information about the program when I first started doing it and um, I really loved how coach Chrissy talked about feeding for a family. And so everyone at the table was happy. Like I was, I was doing my best to make sure everyone was happy with what they ate. And I was happy with what I ate. And I didn't feel like I was being, you know, the weird mom yeah. who's eating the like Weight Watchers diet. Like it, <laughs> no, um, it was all the normal stuff, but maybe they had rolls and I didn't, or I had cauliflower rice with my rice. Like it wasn't anything weird. Um, and so, um, it, and he was very supportive the whole time. Um, I did find one thing, um, listening to the podcast, um, I started thinking about scripts, like things that when, you know, when those pop-up occasions happen and they're like, Hey, let's go get ice cream or, um, and I'm really just trying to like wait for my treat meal or something like thinking of things that might come up, like someone brings by a cinnamon bun or whatever it is. I just have these scripts of like, I've got goals. I'm not doing that. I got goals. Like, it's just things that I say that like a mantra. Okay, That's, yes. yeah. yeah. Like I got this, um, that I can kind of go to and it puts it on that, not on me to make a decision. Um, and the other one I use is that's not doing me any favors. Like I just say that either oh, in my head or yeah. I say when, um, you know, if, if there's like a, Hey, do you want to go to ice cream? I'm like, no, that's, you know, I got goals, <laughs> like something like that. So that it, it kind of, um, helps me to to regulate those moments where maybe they're 
you know, the kids are wanting ice cream and, and he's going to get some too. And I don't need to at that moment. Um, but now that he is on board with FLLS, like it's cool because we can plan our treat meals together and we can, so um, fun. you know, bounce ideas off of each other, which is, it's much more encouraging in that sense when you, um, you have a partner in action with it. So, and because you guys mentioned the Marie Forleo quote, everything is figure outable. I have to share my take on that, which is everything is freezable. So if people <laughs> show up with unexpected treats and you, you, everybody has those people, you know, like I baked this for you. Here you go. You don't have to be a jerk and always turn things down. And sometimes it's really, really yummy and you want it. Just take it home and freeze it. I have yet, I've been doing this for 10 years. I have yet to find anything that you cannot freeze. So say thank you, yep. eat it later at a time <laughs> that works for you. You don't have to say no and you don't have to just shove it in your face because it's there. Everything is freezable. So yeah, I wanted to add that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's hit the third barrier because I think this is the biggest one, but the topic of mom guilt, like, did this happen for you guys when you were trying to balance like, oh, should I get a workout or should I do housework or hang out with the kiddos? Um, Ashley, any issues with that for you? And how do you kind of make peace with that? Yeah, I didn't, um, I don't have as much mom guilt as I would say wife guilt. Um, and what I mean by that is, you know, with my husband's schedule, you know, him being done with a work day or him coming home from a work trip. And I immediately am like, you know, and he's exhausted and been, been working, you know, I, I want to go and take my 30 minute walk or, you know, go do this workout or, or what have you. Um, so I, I had a little bit of that, but I always come back to, um, you know, one of the best things that you can do for your kids or for your family, for your, for your spouse is being a ha the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. Um, and that means what we've been talking about this whole program is, you know, taking the time to make sure that you're taking care of yourself, getting good sleep, good nutrition, you know, good exercise, good stress management. Uh, and if all those things fall into place, everything else will. And, you know, um, I think it, it, you know, helps with creating the best home environment possible. Love that. Lacey, what are your tips on this one? Um, well, I have three girls and so <laughs> it kind of goes back to my why, um, and more so than like looking good and feeling good in my own skin. Um, I think I mainly wanted to do, to do this, to have a, a balance where I have a healthy relationship around food or a healthy perspective on food and that my girls see me, um, the most energetic that I can be and the most, um, the strongest I can be and to understand why, you know, we put certain things into our body and why, you know, just having the right mentality around food. Um, and so I think the best thing for that, like I said, having, having some weights at home, so they see you doing it. Like, I mean, yeah. sometimes it's that you don't have any other options. I worked out with my two when she was two at the time and she loved burpees, like <laughs> the burpees out. Now my middle child was not like, didn't have much to do with that when she was that age. Um, so some kids, you know, might react to it well and work out with you and um, get to kind of see that. So it's not about you necessarily. It's about mm -hmm. you serving an example for your family um, and being the strongest and healthiest that you can be so that you can give and spill into them. Um, because there's a lot of love to give and you got to have the energy to give it. <laughs> um, so, and I think too, like having that mental health stamina, um, for me, I was, uh, struggling. There was, you know, during mm -hmm. 2020, I know we all were, but there was, um, 
there was a season where I was just like, man, it is just hard to even get up and go through this every day again. And so I started um, after dinner. I'm like, talked to my hubby. We communicated about it. He knew like the expectation. I'm going for a walk. And I got outside. I put on a podcast of something that was encouraging or FLS, get to the point, whatever podcast (laughs) was, um, you know, I was feeling that day. And that made such a huge difference. It helped with my stress levels. When I got back, I wasn't craving foods. I, I reset my mindset, like just getting outside and walking, I think was a huge, um, huge factor. And it was putting aside, maybe the kids were in bed when I got back, but I still could kiss them goodnight. Like I still went through the whole routine and everything. So um, finding places, I guess, that you can um, compromise in that um, and, and finding the balance in it. So. I love what you touched on with the walks. Cause that's one strategy that has, it's, it's almost like the reset button in our house. Like if things start to get really like crazy, like she's fussy, the dog's acting insane. I'm going to get twitchy. That's like hit the, hit the reset button. Like, come on, everybody outside. We're going for a walk. Yep. And like, she calms down the dog gets his crazies out. I get my crazies out and we come back and everybody's mood is different and better. Mm-hmm. And so like, even, you know, if, if you're listening right now and you're like, but I don't have a gym and I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, but you can walk and you can put your baby in a stroller and you can get out of your, like, just that can be such a game changer for your mood and for the baby's mood. And, um, I, I don't think my first year of motherhood would have gone as well without the walks. They were truly like saviors many, many days. So I, I love that you mentioned that and how you have used those strategically, um, in your family. Mm-hmm. For women who are listening right now, who are, you know, like we said, thinking about having a family, mm-hmm. currently pregnant, about to have a baby, whatever, um, what would you tell them about this kind of journey that they're about to go on in terms of like their health, their fitness and motherhood and kind of how to balance all of this? Yeah, I mean, the my first thought would be, you know, this is, this is going to be one of the best decisions that you've ever made. And the reason that is, is as I said earlier, I, I tried everything, um, you know, all these really popular fad diets or exercise programs and, you know, it worked for a time and then it stopped working. So the great thing about this program is there's no gimmicks. There's no elimination diet. You're, you, you're still able to eat the foods that you want, you're just taught how to eat those foods, when to eat those foods, what portions of those foods to eat. Um, Not only, you know, to keep you satiated, but to keep your energy levels and just, you know, you're just, you're going to feel so much better. Um, And it's something that, you know, this is, this is a true lifestyle change for me, you know, any of these other diets, even if I lost a few pounds here or there, I wasn't staying on them. They just, they, it just wasn't going to be a long-term strategy. You know, I, I have a baking business. There's no way I was going to avoid carbs for the rest of my (laughs) life, nor would I want to. Um, so, you know, this is about, you know, yeah, just, you know, eating the right kind of foods, but also being able to incorporate the ones that you really love um, and being able to still enjoy your life and go to parties and not feel like you're being deprived. Uh, that was that was really huge for me, uh, just knowing that I have now have a plan for how I'm going to, you know, treat and nurture my body for the rest of its life. 
Oh, well said. Yeah. And it's unlike all those diets, like you can do this with your family. You can all do this together. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly. not, it's not a program. It's just, it's just a lot of, it's just common sense and it's just taking care of yourself. Yeah. Lacey, what about you? Any final words of wisdom? Um, well, my, my answer to that was going to say, have a plan mm-hmm. uh, and it's okay to ask for help to get a plan and to simplify the noise. Because when you are in the depths of motherhood, <laughs> you don't have time to simplify things. You just want, you just want to, to get down to the, the practicality of it, but also um, flipping things on another perspective of, you know, kids don't have to be a hindrance. They can actually be a beautiful benefit in your health journey. So, I mean, the reason why I got so consistent at working out was because I had childcare and I was like, this is, this is great. They're having (laughs) childcare and I'm getting a fitness class in. And I probably wouldn't have been so consistent. There were days that I woke up and I was like, I don't want to work out today, but I do want childcare. So we're going to the So, I mean, there are so many things that people, you, you can say, oh, it's really hard because I have a kid. It's really hard because I have this and that, but there are all the, there's always another side of that coin um, and you can always pivot and find your resiliency through it. And it is a beautiful thing when you do, and you can, and, um, you know, include your children and your family in it too. And, and I'll, let me ask you guys this, since you had kids, has there been a single day where you have not hit 10,000 steps? Like you are nonstop moving. I, I thought I was going to be just like sitting on my butt, holding a baby all day, like not doing anything. And I'd be climbing the walls. You guys, I haven't sat down like in like a year. My, my <laughs> daily step count has gone through the roof. What about y'all? I know that when, when I talk to people, sometimes I'll be bouncing because I feel like if I'm <laughs> yep. a baby, like you're holding a baby, even though you're not, out, I'm yeah. sure I'm logging some steps in <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> Especially with toddlers running around too. And you know, it's yeah. But the same thing, Lacey, people tell me and my husband all the time, why are you always rocking? Why are you always bouncing? It's just, I think it's something that I'm going to have for the rest of my life after being a mom. You're nervous tick. Exactly. We're all actually rocking right now. You can't see us on this podcast, but we're not, we're rocking babies, imaginary babies. Um, thank you guys so much for doing this podcast episode with me. I think, um, the, the fat loss lifestyle school community is excited to meet you guys and learn more about you because right now you're kind of like, they know you're there, but they don't really know who you are. So I think they're going to really like this episode because they get to learn more about you and how can they connect with you guys? You're both on Instagram. So, um, Lacey, what is your Instagram handle and how can they find you? It's Lacey B 34. It's L A C E Y B as in Brown and 34. Yep. There you go on Instagram and Ashley, how about you? Yeah. You can follow me at on Instagram at able, A B E L dot kitchen K I T C H N. Yes. And the food photos are beautiful. <laughs> You're very good. You're yeah. very good. If you live in the Charlotte area, like get some stuff from her. Cause it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for jumping onto this episode of the get to the point podcast with me. Hopefully everyone's going to find you on Instagram. If you go find Lacey and Ashley, let them know that you heard about them on the podcast. I'm sure they'd love to connect with you and say hi, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks Leslie. Thank you.
Hey, thanks so much for listening to another episode of the Get to the Point podcast. If you have a topic that you want me to cover, shoot me an email or reach out to me on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Leslie and Quillen, and I'm in my Instagram stories and DMs all day long. I would love to hear from you. Get to the Point podcast is for women like you who want quality content on fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle, but who don't have an hour to listen to a rambling podcast that never gets to the point. So I appreciate you for being here, and I would love to cover the topics that you care about, so let me know. I look forward to hearing from you. Thanks.